Good evening. Hope you're all doing well, including you, Michael. I hope you're doing well also. Lots of love. Lots of love. We are starting six lines from the bottom at the words, Omar Rabba. But in order to understand what's going on here, we need to look back at the Mishnah toward the top of Chafhei Beis. And uh, there, the Mishnah writes three or four lines before the Gemara starts, in a place of Osan Ochlin Te'enim, I look out and I see people are eating dates that belong to me. And I call out, I'm going to hold you guys accountable for eating my food. And then as the Mishnah writes, It was my, my father, my brother, and I didn't want that to happen. So then we have a machlokas, Be'i and Be'i Be'i says, that the people who are allowed, such as my father and brother, they are allowed to eat. He makes a distinction between the groups. Basil says, baby, in bathwater. Once we have one person who becomes matir from that neder, then by definition, the whole thing is dissolved. What we're going to be doing today is learning a machlokas between Rabbah and Rava, which is uncommon because they were one generation apart. Rabba uh, is, was uh, was the third century Amora, and Rava was fourth. This is a bit of an odd, uh, we just don't see this too often. I think it does exist, but uh, certainly it's a little uncommon. So says the Gemara, six lines from the bottom. What are the parameters of the machlokas between Beishamai and Beishilo? Where were they arguing? Omar Rabba. Dekule Alma, everyone agrees that Kol Hecha, that once uh, we find out, once I found out that my father was in the room, to Omar, when I made that commitment, when I said that everyone is going to be chayv on a korban, and then I noticed my father in the room, I would have said something different. My language would have been, all of you are usher with the exception of my father. Everyone would agree that that under those circumstances, that had I said that language instead of what I said, of then that's when we would have split the room and said there are those who are allowed to eat the dates and those who are not allowed to eat the dates. Lo nechleku, says Rabbah, where really is the machlokas be Shammai and be Hillel? Lo nechleku ela be Omer, rather when his argument would have been instead, had I known that my father was among you, instead of saying, I would have said, you're allowed, you're not allowed. You're not allowed, and you're allowed. Handpicking people. Instead of the kulchem, everyone who's not my father. Here I'm saying, you, yes, you, no. You, yes, you, no. And there, says Rabbah, that's where we have our machlokas beishamai beishilom. When we specify the people in the room, instead of a broad brush stroke of all of you. Very, 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 very uh, subtle difference. However, we'll see, as we turn now to the top of Chavavah Maral of today's blood, we're going to be learning to the to the Mishnah halfway down on Kav Zayin Amad Aleph. Um, and we have to hold cup tonight because what if we get the machlokas of Rabbah and Rava clear, the rest of the Gemara will be much, much easier. If we're not clear on what they're arguing about, it's going to be a harder night. So let's just stay focused. Rabbah is of the opinion that Beishamai and Beishelel only argue in a case where I would have otherwise said, you can get, you cannot get, you can get, I would have just handpicked. I already said what I said. I'm just saying what I would have said behind the scenes if I could redo it. So then, yes, we would uh, we would have our machlokas beishamai beisilam. Rava, on the other hand, top of chavav meral the Rava Amar, the Kule Alma. Everybody really holds the kol hecha de Amar that where I, the person who uh, threatened everyone with a shvua, if I would have said a little differently to Amar ilu hayisi yodei shabba beinechem, had I known that my father was among you, hayisi Omer ploni ploni asurin. Rava says that when I handpick the room, 
then that's not where there's a machlokas. The machlokas is not by handpicking room. In that case, there is no nether at all, and everyone can eat the te'enim. Lo nechleku, where do Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel argue? Ela, be'omer ilu ha'isi yodeh sha'aba be'neichem, ha'isi omer kulchem asrim chutz me'aba. So this is their machlokas, and I'll just say it out explicitly again. According to the Shita of Rabbah, the Machlokas of Beis Shammai and Beis Hillel is where I would have otherwise said, you can have, you cannot. You can have, you cannot, going through the room one person at a time. But according to Rava, not Rava, Rava, the Machlokas is where I say, I say, Kulchem Asurim Chutz Abba. What is the, I understand the first one a little bit more, right? We understand Kulchem is broad, but when I start individualizing, like, wait a second, how many Nadarim are you making? Is it one? Is it many? I can understand why Beisham will argue about that. But why, according to Rava, would there be a Machlokas if I say Kulchem, Asurim, Chutzme Abba? And the Gemara, six, seven lines down on Chavav Amiralev, gives both sides of the coin. Beisham, I Rav Meir, not Rav Meir over here, but Rav Meir elsewhere in Shas and Maseches Tamura. He holds like Rav Meir to Amar, Tefos Lashon Rishon. We look at the first words that come out of his mouth, which is Kulchem Asurim, and therefore he holds what he holds in our Mishnah, which is he distinguishes between the Father and everybody else. And the Mefarishir goes through explaining in detail how all of this works. It is quite complicated, but uh, suffice it to say that Beishamai and Beishel have a, have differing um, perspectives on the phrase Kulchem Asurim Chutz Me'ava. Fine. These are their shitas. That, that Rabbah says the Machlokes is where uh, I would have otherwise specified each individual person, and Rava holds the machlokas is where uh, we use the broad language of kulchem. And the Gemara asks almost halfway down on Chavav Amaralev, it's first of, I believe, three questions. One, two, three questions for the day. So we're going to do three questions on this machlokas, and then we'll stop at that Mishnah. So that's our game plan. So we know our shitas, we know the machlokas, and let's dig in. Eisve, the Gemara says, we're going to ask from a Tanaic source. Eisve, Rav Papa, Lerava. Ketzad Amar Rabbi Akiva, Neder Shuter Mekzasa Huter Kulo. What was the scenario, which we had learned about in our Mishnah, and we saw this in our Gemara as well. What was the scenario when we learned that there was a time that Rabbi Akiva holds that whenever part of the nether is broken, then the whole nether is broken? What are the parameters of that Rabbi Akiva? Says the Gemara, it's in the following possible few cases. I'm hereby restricting my Hana from all of you. There, there Rabbi Akiva would say if any of them were to have become mutter from the nether, everyone would then have become mutter from the nether. Next case in the Mishnah, another case where Rabbi Akiva would agree. Seeing here specified handpicking language, that if a person says, I'm not going to allow you to have benefit from me, from me and I'm not going to allow that other person to have benefit from me, then it depends. If the first guy that I picked, if he becomes mutter than hutrukula, then everybody that follows will also become mutter in that nether. However, hutar acharon. If let's say I pay, I, I move, uh, you know, right to left, my father's allowed to have everybody, and then the last person is David in the room. So then, in that case, if we say if we say that hutar acharon, then haacharon mutter v'chulan asurin. Sorry, it would be that acharon mutter should be my father would be last. My father's allowed to have then, uh, then everybody else is going to be asur. So we have two cases where Rabbi Akiva would hold that hutar mixas so hutar kula. It's a case of konam sheni nehen kulchem. And the case of any nene lo lo 
um, and Hutar Achron. And the last guy was the one who was the, the one who was allowed to. That's going to come up in the Gemara. The Gemara is going to debate that and we'll see exactly how that will play out. Great question. So now the Gemara brought the Brisa, but we don't know what the question is quite yet. So the Gemara gives us a little bit of detail. Bishlam Rabba, I could understand according to Rabba that Mokim Laleresha da Amar Vilazeh, da Amar I could understand in the Resha of this Brisa, in the case of Konam Sheni Nene that really he didn't say the language of Kulchem, he said Lazeh Vilazeh, and that aligns with the sheet of Rabba that we learned about already. We saw that earlier today. And that would all be within the Shita of Rabbi Akiva, within the Shita of Beis Hillel, good to go. And Vesef Adamar Kulchem, the end of our Brisa could be Kulchem, we understand the Shita of Rabbah. But according to you, namely according to Rava, this is one of the hard parts of the Gemara, is that their names are so similar. We have to, it's, a, it's not even a good excuse, but their names are just very similar. But according to you, Rava, Bishlama Resha Mokimla. I could understand you said the Machlokes is when we have a case of Kulchem, and maybe that's what's going on in, in the Resha. But as we turn to the top of Chavav Amidbeis, but in the Seifa of the Brisa that we learned at the bottom of Chavav Amidbeis, when it says, in the case that we saw there, then why would you say that that's Rabbi Akivahi? Remember that the Brisa that we just quoted was saying, where does Rebbe Akiva say that Hutar Miksasa Hutar Kulo? So you, you, you explain the case, but the problem is that the way you explain the case, Rebbe Akiva, he, it's not a lot of that it's Rebbe Akiva. No one would argue on that Seifa where it says, Under those circumstances, both Rebbe Akiva and the Rabbanan would allow that case. Would have, would, would have clarity on that case. And therefore, you can't say that this Mishnah is only Aliba de Rebbe Akiva, Kasha and Rava. So the Gemara says, Amar le Rava, Ule Rava, le Rebbe Akiva, Minicha. And Rava says, even according to Rava, his understanding of Rebbe Akiva also doesn't work. Seifa b'mayim mukimla. How did Rabbah explain the brisa? To Amar lekulchem, he said that the Seifa was talking about a case of kulchem. This was the case that Stan was referring to, the case where I go around the room and say, "You're allowed to have, you're not allowed to have, you're allowed to have, you're not allowed to have." Minicha, Seifa b'mayim mukimla, Amar kulchem. High dain who rishon, high dain who achron. Who is number one and who is number ten? How do you know their names? Do you know the order in which he gave over the nadarim? El, it must be that Reisha, the Brisa that we learned on the bottom of Chavav Amad Alev, is the Amar Kulchem. The Seifa, and the Seifa is a little different. Kigon, Shatila'an, Zebaze, that really, when I went around the room, and I said that you are either, us, you're, that you're all going to be Usr, or you're all going to be Mutter, whatever the case may be, that's Kigon, Shatila'an, Zebaze, I created an interdependency, and here's how it worked. Amar Ploni Kiploni, David, you're not allowed to have. Stan, you're not allowed to have like David's not allowed to have. Gerald, you're not allowed to have like Stan's allowed to have. Staggered. It's not all going back to the same person. Everyone is dependent on the person just prior to them. And Dekanami, we know that this is the case. And this is a beautiful raya that Rava Shita can withstand this question. Because what do we see in another brisa? Ditanya, which is actually corrected to Ditnan. This is actually a Mishnah found later in this Masechta, Ditnan. What if guy number five, as Stan pointed out, what if the middle person or one of the middle people, he was the one who was Hutar? So then, from him and everyone who preceded him in the count, one, two, three, four, and five, and including him, 
they are all mutarin. They are allowed to eat that particular food. Namely, the restriction doesn't apply to them. Ulemala asurin, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, they remain asurin, which is a beautiful explanation of Rabbi Akiva, who said, Hutar, uh, no, sorry, not Rabbi Akiva, that's a beautiful explanation of Rava, because Rava holds that that would be the right shot in this case. So that was question number one, asked and answered, where Rava was under the gun and he was able to get out of the jam. That brings us to our second question of the day on the Machlokes Rava and Rava within where Beishama and Beishel argue. We're about a third of the way down to drop more on Chavav and Bebez. Let's continue. The Brisa quotes, the Gemara quotes a Brisa, Eisve Rav Ada Bar Ava le Rava. Rav Ada Bar Ava says to Rava, Konem batal she'anitoim she'habatal ralalev. I make a, a commitment, a person makes a commitment that they won't eat onions because onions are bad for the heart. Are they talking about dirty fried onion rings? Probably. No. Probably, or I should say definitely. But what is the Gemara talking about? A little unclear. Uh, we don't all have the, the same shatim in science. We don't really know everything how they are. We're, I was just talking with someone about this. Was someone here? can't remember where I was, that there's there are people who are makbid to eat according to the recommendations of the Rambam in Hilchos Deos. And he has a whole set of hakpados. You only drink liquid at the end of the meal. A whole set of hakpados. We don't know. We, we don't know everything now. And is in the, this is in general when we see things like this. Is it mishtana hatvaim? Did the world change? Did Akkadosh Baruch Hu change the Matthias? We know that we're way, 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 way less connected than the previous Doros, uh, significantly so from the Tanayim and Amorayim. This guy made a konam. He said, I'm not going to eat any onions. It's bad for the heart. Then the Gemara says, Amrulo, you just made your nether, but I think you might have uh, you might have been too broad in the nether that you accepted upon yourself because there's a type of onion. Not every type of onion is bad for you. Only some are. So the din is, Utar Bikufri. Okay, then absolutely right. I didn't intend to exclude something that's good for me when I was trying to only exclude things that are bad for me. Very reasonable svara. Here, what do we see? This is Rabbi Akiva land. That once you're matir a little bit, you're matir everything. And because the kufri was allowed, all of them are allowed. And this has a story to back it up. Halfway down on Chavav Medbez, my love to Omar. If only I, what? what are you guys so picky about? You know, it's a good story. It's a good story. Yeah, it's a good story. It's true. I actually thought I read that line, which is even scarier than I skipped it. Okay, it says the Gemara. And this actually happened, where a person took a broad restriction on all onions. See, we know there's like a billion kinds of onions now. You're told to go to the store to buy an onion. Is it white? Is it yellow? Is it purple? Is it small? Is it large? We have everything under the sun. The things that we look for when we go to Jewel are completely unreasonable. Historically speaking, it's not normal how many different iterations of things we grow. So the Gemara says this was a real story by Rebbe, by Rebbe Mayer. Yeah, I remember right. vaguely, yeah. Right. So, Very interesting. Right. Yeah. Similarly, maybe not exactly the same, but I remember Masech HaSukkah, the, the reference to Esrogim was as Yorok. Mm-hmm. And the Baleatos will say that Yorok is like a yellowish uh, tinge. Echatesi. Every every day school kid knows that yarok is green. 
my kid knows what green is in Spanish because our, <laughs> I, I'm like, it's yellow now. So did it change? I don't know. Is that, I don't know. Anyways, this, this happened with Reb Mayer. Somebody took a broad restriction on, on B'Tselem, on onions, and he found out that Kufri was, in fact, good for him. And then the whole entire nether, house of cards, everything just fell apart. My love, is this not the... Did I do it again? No. no. My love, is it not the case to Amar Ilu Haisi Odesha Kufri Yaflalev? Had I only known that the Kufri type of onion is good for me, Haisi Omer, call about Salam Asurin, the Kofir Mutter. This would be a kasha against Rava, because Rava's language was not call about Salam Asurin, the Kofir Mutter. He says that would be subject to a machlokas. So says the Gemara, Lo, Rava can still stand on his own two feet, because really it was Be Omer. Could have been he was pointing as he walked through the aisles. White onions are fine. Purple onions are not fine. Kufri is fine. And the Rav Meir, this line is uh, this line is very hard. It just requires a lot of background knowledge. The Rav Meir is Aliba de Rabbi Akiva ve Aliba de Rabbanon. The Rebbe Mayor that we saw on the previous page, who was of the opinion that Tfos Lashon Rishon, that opinion works according to everybody. And the Omer Dorsheni, this requires a little bit of commentary. But as it relates to Rava, Rava was able to substantiate his Shita yet again. And we'll move now to the third question and the final question of the day. And again, we're going to be going about halfway down on Chavzayin Amad Aleph to finish up to the Mishnah. Esve Ravina le Rava. Rava is the one in the hot seat today. No questions are asked on Rava's shita. The Gemara says as follows. Rabbi Nasan Omer, Yesh neder mutter, aser. There are nedarim that part, part of them would be mutter, namely for some people there would be no restriction on the neder, but for others it would be aser. Ketzad, what is the case? kalkala. A person looks at a basket of food and they say, I will not partake of any of this. And then they notice in the basket that there are some Reese's peanut butter cups and they made a big error. It's like when you, when you get the yeshiva basket for poor, you know? So like, you're like, um, these are empty calories. I'm not touching this. And then somewhere in the bottom is a gold mine. So it says the Gemara, there were these dates that were extremely good. So you tried to take the general restriction, but then you saw something that you really liked. The Omar and he argued as follows: Top of Chavzayin and Menalef top line. Ilu Hayisi Yodeya Shabbos Shuach Besocha. If I had known, if I had known that there were such good food at the bottom, these types of dates that are very tasty, Lo Hayisi Noder, I never would have made such a neder. Hakalkala Asura Benos Shuach Mutaros. This was the Havamin of the Gemara in the name of Rabbi Nasan. That really the rest of the basket should remain Aser and the Benos Shuach should remain Mutar. Ad Sheba Rabbi Akiva. Now, we saw Rabbi Akiva quoted already on the daf that we learned um, the last time I was here, whatever day that was, on Friday morning. The Friday morning, we saw this Gemara, Ajibar Rabbi Akiva, Valimed, Neder Shehutar Mikzaso, Hutar Kulo. All right, that's the Brisa. What's the question? My love, is it not the case to Omar that the person could have said, And this would as well be a kasha and Rava, because Rabbi Akiva, Rava on the, on the top of Davchavav Meralev said that when we point and say, Ploni, Ploni, Asurin, Ploni, Ploni, Mutarin, he said, everyone agrees that's mutter. 
So if that's the case, then this Brisa would be a Kasha and Rava, because over here, Rabbi Nassan seemed to say that that's not true. So the Gemara responds, no. Lo. Had I known that those very tasty dates were there, which is the actual framing that he gave out on the top of Chavav Medalev, where he had said an equal language of Kulchem Asur and Chutz Me'aba. Very similar. Over here, what was the recommendation? Similar language. So Rava, again, stands up to the test of uh, three questions, and he's uh, still doing well. No kashas on Rava. Just a question in Psak. I'm not uh, answering any questions. I'm asking. When we see a Gemara like this, where there's a machlokas, Rava versus Rava, nobody touches Rava. Seemingly, his shita is very sound. And Rava gets three questions against his shita. Does that offset them in regards to who we paskin like? Does it make? I don't know. I have no idea. Because, like you mentioned initially, it's not one of the regulars. But this is not regular, right? This is not regular. Yeah. Not like in fact, there's actually a hint in the Gemara. If you look on Chavavam at base three lines down, there's a hint in the Gemara that they didn't have this machlokas in the same room. Omar le Rava, Ule Rava. He wasn't talking to him. It wasn't Omar. Uh, it wasn't like Omar Lay, which is what we would have expected. A little remez in the Gemara that that's taka mm-hmm. true. And I don't know the answer to the question. Sometimes when you break a bone, the bone is stronger when you're done. So you're pushing Rabbah, his shita is even stronger. And sometimes you can say he's the one who's in the hot seat because his shita is more complex. So I don't know. I'm just raising the question. The Gemara doesn't really grapple with this at all. Anyways, quarter of the way down, heading to the Mishnah of Zayin Amidalev. Man tana lahadatanu Rabbanon, neder mechamisha b'nei adam ke'echad. I hereby restrict myself from the five of you. And really, one of them ends up being my father, and therefore uh, the whole thing falls apart, and that, there's a nether between me and nobody. But let's say the person had a different language. Then, so how would we understand this Gemara? This Gemara can be a, could, could have been Akasha on both Rabbah and Rava. And the Gemara says, and again, this would be stringing together all of our learning for tonight. Eli Rabbah, According to Rabbah, the case of the ratio where a person said that he was going to asser himself from five people, that's Rabbi Akiva. That's Rabbi Akiva. And the Seifa Divrei Hakol, the Seifa everyone agrees with. That's how Rabbah would understand. But according to Rabbah, the ratio is not, it's not true. The ratio is not Rabbi Akiva. Seifa Rabbana, either Rabbah, excuse me, Seifa Rabbana, and the ratio Divrei Hakol. The end of the of that brisa where he says, Chutz mi, Me'echad Mehen is the Rabbanon, and the Reisha is Dibriyakol. So Rabba and Rava's Shitas, they, they're very deep. And just to go back to where we started from, the question was, where do Beishamai and Beishilal have this Machlokas? Rabba was of the opinion that the only time we have this Machlokas is when I say, you yes, you no, handpicking, zelazeb. And Rava was of the opinion that their machlokas is only when a broader term is used of kulchem asurin chutz me'aba. And I'll just close with the comment that I've made many times already in this mesechta. We have a hard time appreciating these distinguishes and these distinctions in language. It's not our mamulashan. It's not the way we talk. Even we are very unrefined in our speech when it comes to making commitments. That's why we have lawyers to look over the documents and to make sure that everything is uh, on the up and up. Because if we need things to be by lawyers legally binding, if we need things to be halachically binding, we need a lot of clarity. This mesechta would require a lot of time, not so much in the complexity of the shaklavataria, but in understanding the nuance between zelaze and kulchem. Those are hard for us to grapple with. So it makes these gemars, for me at least, 
hard to understand. Like, what are you arguing about? Really, what are you arguing about? So you'll tell me on Chavav, you'll tell me, Rabbi Meir is Tfos Lashon Risho. I don't, Afal Piken, I, I hear what you're saying, but I think that some of the challenge in this Masechta is that it's it's very, we're, we're not nuanced in our language. And because we're not nuanced, these Gemaras sometimes can be a little bit harder. Mir Tzashem, tomorrow night we'll pick up on Chavav, Amadal, if you're at the Mishnah. I have a wedding tomorrow night, but I'll hop back at 8.40, so... Well, keep on the time. What? Maybe we could do a little chazar there. Wishing you all a beautiful night.